Welcome in to Lockdown Blackhawks for Friday, May 13th, 2020. This is episode 113 on Friday the 13th. How appropriate for today's topic of no more hockey for the foreseeable future. My name is Jay Zawoski. Thanks for tuning in to Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. This is going to now become a very interactive show. We've got no games to talk about. There's not going to be a lot of news to talk about. So we're going to let our hair down a little bit. What remains of my hair anyway? We're going to answer lots of listener questions. It's not going to be restricted to just Tuesday. And my goal for this weekend is to come up with some sort of cool uh, interactive promotion we can do to kill the time here. I think we're going to do some sort of March Madness bracket sort of working through those ideas if anyone has suggestions hit me up lockdownblackhawks at gmail.com the voicemail 708-653-0572 twitter is at lo underscore blackhawks my personal account at jayzawaski670 and the madhouse podcast at madhouse pod so here we are after the craziness that happened on thursday night with rudy gobert being diagnosed with coronavirus that game being canceled in the middle of it the NBA suspending their season. The NHL did the right thing on Thursday and announced that they're, quote, pausing the regular season. Now, we don't really know what that means. Are they going to resume at some point? Are they going to just start with the playoffs? Are they going to award the Stanley Cup to the team with the best record? I don't know. I don't know if they know really yet because this thing is so fluid and it's so... Uh, ever-changing by the day hopefully by taking these precautions it will cause the coronavirus to disappear more quickly right if everyone sort of like obeys the rules that are being put forth and they keep a distance and they don't go to work if they're sick yada 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 they can get a grasp on this thing slow it down and we can get back to some sort of normalcy in a few weeks but we got to hunker down here for the long haul. So uh, if the season ends and they award the Stanley Cup to the best team in hockey, your 2020 Stanley Cup champions will be the Boston Bruins. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of it's it makes sense. They were the best team all year. So, yeah, it's going to be a, a really interactive show. I want you guys to get in touch uh, as often as you can, I'll do some uh, Q and A's. I'll do some whatever you want to call them, feedback Fridays, um, mouth moving Monday, whatever term we want to come up with. Uh, Mail bags are every day, so feel free to get those questions in. We can look long term. I'm going to try to book some interviews with some people and get some content that way. But really, all of us on the Lockdown Podcast Network, even at the Madhouse Podcast, we are at an unprecedented time in sports and truly in history. Um, for media coverage. No one's ever really had to deal with anything like this before. 9-11 was one thing, right? Games were delayed and there was a week off or whatever, but that was a, a one-time thing, thank God, right? This is something that is changing by the second, by the minute, by the day, and everyone is sort of looking for answers as to how to handle things correctly. I, I want to praise all the leagues for putting the financials aside and not worrying about revenue loss and doing what's best for the fans and doing what's best for their players, quite frankly. 
keeping people safe is the biggest thing here. And I'm glad that they've acted quickly. I'm glad they made a decision. I know that uh, I was a little frustrated last night that they didn't decide all of a sudden, but I don't think there's any problem waiting a day. No extra games were played, but, you know, sleeping on it, talking about it, getting everybody together to make a decision was the right thing to do, and they made the right decision. It sucks for us as sports fans. It really, really does. And, look, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm sitting here doing this podcast, and I don't really know <laughs> what the what the rest of this is going to look like, right? I'm, I'm working even my wife and I are working on topics we can come up with bits we can do things we can do to, to fill the podcast and keep you guys give you guys an escape I'm not going to have this isn't going to be the new coronavirus update where it's just doom and gloom every day if there's news I'll fill you in on the news on whether they're going to play or not whatever but I think for the most part we're going to keep doing some big picture Blackhawk stuff um, we're going to reflect on the season that was we're going to talk about all the guys that will need new contracts this summer, and hopefully by this summer, this will all be done, and it will be a footnote in history, and everybody will be healthy again, and there will be a vaccine or whatever, but for now, we're all sort of winging it. We're all flying by the seat of our pants. For those of you that follow me on 670 The Score, we are, it's the same thing. Like, we're live radio. We don't really take a vacation. Individuals take a vacation, but they don't just turn the radio off. That doesn't happen. We're a 24-7 station. And there's contingency plans on, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F. If these things happen, what do we do? But every day is another question and another challenge. And all I can tell you is I'll be here. I'll be here to the best of my ability. And we're going to try to have some fun. We're going to try to uh, forget about what's going on in the world right now and, and, and talk some hockey and, uh, and hopefully next week we'll have some sort of March Madness-style tournament uh, that you guys can participate in and vote on, and we can update every day. Could be a lot of fun. So keep it with us here on Lockdown Blackhawks. We'll be here. Uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep doing the podcast every day. It's just going to be difficult without hockey to analyze. So I'm asking you, the Lockdown Blackhawks listener, to start providing some questions, start providing some feedback. Send me tweets, send me emails, send me voicemails, and I'll do my best to answer them as they come in. That's probably the best way to do it, right? So thank you for being here today. Thanks for being part of things. And uh, look, it's going to be a challenge for all of us, but let's have some fun. Let's take advantage of this time where we don't have to uh, live and die with every game and just sort of uh, have some fun. Let's let our hair down. Let's have some fun. Let's try to distract ourselves from what's going on in the world. And by the way, if you've been a listener to this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Lockdown to Reach Sports fans. We're not going anywhere. The entire network will stay running throughout this thing. So, you know, if you want to jump on as an advertiser, the time is great. A Lockdown podcast listener is predominantly male, well-educated with disposable income. So let's put your company right here on this Lockdown podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockdownPodcast.com and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockdownPodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. 
It's Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. And I mentioned this a little bit on yesterday's podcast, that all of a sudden, and I don't want to be a homer here, I don't want to be, uh, I am an optimist. I think if you've listened to this podcast, it's been proven that I'm an optimist, and I, I typically sort of uh, look at things on the bright side as often as I can. But all of a sudden, are you feeling a little bit better about the Hawks' situation at defense? I kind of am. You know, you're looking at this team, this defensive core right now, right? Keith, Mata, Murphy, Cuckoo, Bodan, Boquist, Carlson, Sealer. There's the eight guys on the roster right now for the Blackhawks. All of them are signed long-term, except for Cuckoo, who is a restricted free agent after this season. Um... I think they could probably sign him for a million, million and a half. He makes 925K right now. Look at the ages on these guys, by the way. Aside from Keith, who's 36, Mata's 25, Murphy's 26, Cuckoo's 26, Bodan is 21, Boquist is 19, Carlson is 22, Sealer is 26. You've still got 28-year-old Calvin DeHaan in the system. Brent Seabrook, we don't really know his future, but the Hawks have sort of talked about the fact that, well, you know, once he recovers, he expect him back. Now, I don't know if they're just playing lip, paying lip service to that or not. You've also got Dennis Gilbert, who's 23 and had a look here this year to mixed results. I think he sort of got worse as time went on. And you've got Ian Mitchell in the pipeline. And now with the Frozen Four being canceled, the Hawks can sort of now with nothing else to do, turn their attention to getting Ian Mitchell signed. That's sort of the, the first thing to do here for the Hawks. It's the first thing to accomplish. And once they get him signed, you know, you're looking at a pretty decent, young defensive core. Now the question is, is there a number one guy in that core? Is Adam Boquist at 19 years old right now, when he's 22, 23, 24 years old, is he a true number one defenseman? I think that remains to be seen. And number one defenseman can be defined in a lot of ways. It doesn't necessarily mean he has to be a shutdown guy, right? I don't think Adam Boquist is ever going to be a shutdown defenseman. That said, I think we can all agree that Boquist's uh, defensive play this year has been better than a lot of us expected. I think a lot of us thought, and I, I'm pointing a thumb at myself on this too, I think a lot of us thought that there would be some big, big defensive struggles, but the offense would sort of take care of that and it would sort of offset. I think he's been pretty solid defensively. There was a span there a couple weeks ago where he really struggled, where he was having trouble defensively. But overall... The big picture of this season, I think Boquist has been pretty damn solid defensively. Now, playing with Duncan Keith obviously helps that situation, right? No doubt about that. But Boquist played 41 games a season, 13 points minus three. That's that, if I if I said that to you, you know, entering this season. If I told you that, that it, all said and done, he's going to be a regular player for most of the season and he's going to finish the season at minus three, 
I think if you were to bet on that, you would say, yeah, you know, give me the under on that. He's going to be, or maybe the over. I don't know what you would call that. But give, give me a lower, oh, my God. Give me more than minus three, minus four, minus five, minus six. That's what I'm saying. The minus would have been a bigger minus number. That's really hard to define when you're talking about it that way, right? But minus three is pretty solid, especially on a team that overall had trouble keeping the puck out of the net. The Hawks, by the way, minus six in goal differential this season. So much better defensively than they were last year. So there are some things. I know the season was very frustrating, but some of the things that really matter, some of the things that um, aside from making the playoffs and being competitive have worked out pretty well, right? And I think the emergence of the Hawks' defensive young players has been something somewhat unexpected. We all expected Boquist to be pretty good. That's not a surprise. I know that. That's definitely not a surprise. We knew that he's got skill coming out as Orify, if that's a word. But for for Slater Cuckoo to sort of turn into a guy you can depend on, and yeah, he's probably a five or a six. He's not great. But Slater Cuckoo is a plus three. Ten points in 42 games for the Hawks. He's been fine. He's an NHL defenseman. Is he a top six on a champion? Probably not. If Slater Cuckoo was on the 2010 Blackhawks, he'd probably be a Rockford Icehog. There's no doubt about that. But for a team that's playoff sniffing, yeah, he could be a six. Maybe a really, really bad five. Lucas Carlson, in just a handful of games we've seen, he shows a poise that I don't think... Look, he was sort of off everybody's radar, right? No one thought that he was going to be one of the guys, when you look to the future of the Blackhawks, someone you could really think about. But he plays with a lot of poise. He's a heads-up skater. I like his puck movement. He's confident with the puck. Sealer, meh. I'm not so fond of him, but he's a fine 7 or 8. Right? And once this team gets healthy next season, when DeHaan comes back and Ian Mitchell's here, that's where Sealer goes. He's your seven. He's your eight. And that's fine, right? That's a depth defenseman. It's not a guy you want playing every night. But you're looking at a top six of Keith, Mata, Murphy, DeHaan, Boquist, fill in the blank. Mitchell, Bodan, Carlson, Cuckoo. It's not, it's not bad. That's really not bad. So now you've got that. And you've got the development of some of your young forwards. Yes, it was a down year for Alex Dabrinkit. There's no doubt about that. Obviously true. But I think we forget. Alex Dabrinkit's 22 years old. Some would say down year for Dylan Strom. I think he's had an injured year. I also think he's been not used in um, the best way. I think he's a center. I want him to play center. Alex Nylander's 22. And I know he's been really frustrating. But... He's 22, and there's still some possible growth there. Dominic Kubalik is going to lead all rookies in goals. He's not going to get the chance to hit 30, probably, because the season regular season's probably done with. But he would have. There's no doubt he would have. And Kirby Doc, who's gotten better every game. And you give him a season, an offseason, to get bigger, to get stronger, to work with the NHL program all summer with the nutrition and the strength and conditioning guys. It's not as bleak 
as it seems. You've still got Patrick Kane playing at a high level at 31 years old. Jonathan Taves, after a slow start, had a good year. Saad had a good season. Drake Kajula is 25 years old. I know I'm basically just naming the roster they had last year, but when you factor in the growth of these young players, that's something. Now the question is, what do they do in goal? That is the question the Blackhawks have to answer before we can truly look at how this team's going to play next season. It's Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. The hockey season, for all intents and purposes, is over, at least the regular season, with the fears of the corona. It's not even fears, with the reality of the coronavirus, the NHL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, all the major sports leagues have either paused or suspended or canceled their seasons. March Madness is canceled. The Frozen Four is canceled. It is absolutely unprecedented. Uh, but I'm here for you. We'll be here for you. Just sort of, uh, you know, talking sports, talking hockey, talking whatever you want to talk about. Like I said in the first segment, if you skipped ahead a little bit, this show is going to become completely interactive. You've got a question. You don't have to wait till Tuesday. Send it in. Lockdownblackhawks at gmail.com. Send a voice memo there. Type out an old-fashioned email. That's fine. Send me a voicemail, 708-653-0572. Shoot me a tweet at LO underscore Blackhawks or on my personal account at jayzawaski670. It's just a weird time, but I promise you we're going to get through it. I got an email here from Grace. She sent this three days ago, and it's kind of heartbreaking. But she said, I'm heading to my first game, my first Blackhawks game ever later this month. No, you're not. And I wanted to get your suggestions on how to make it the best game day experience. Grace, really good question. The area around the United Center has totally gentrified from when, well, obviously from when it opened, where it was a little bit scary to even stop at a red light. Now it is full of cool bars, um, restaurants all around, all up and down Madison Street. There, close to the arena, there's a Billy Goat uh, right on, what is that, Ogden and... Madison? I believe it's Ogden and Madison. There's a Billy Goat uh, Bar and Grill you can eat there. Uh, Little Italy is nearby. Look at you're in down you're in close to downtown Chicago. The food options are endless. For me, when I go to a Hawks game, I love to get there really early. You can get a little bit closer to the ice if you want to. You can watch the skates, watch the warm-ups, just sort of get a feel for the, you know, as the crowd builds and as the atmosphere gets better and better. Uh, I really like that part of it. I always liked getting the Hawks games really early to just take in the whole thing. The sm- I mean, there's a smell, right? I think all hockey has a smell for sure. There's that stinky, you know, uh, <laughs> beer and pizza league ice arena smell. But the United Center doesn't smell bad. There's just that smell of ice, and I love that. The closer you get, the more aromatic it is. And uh, just go there and just sort of feel like the sounds and the sights of everything. Uh, and the atrium of the United Center has great food now. It's always had pretty good, like, typical stadium food. But lately they've added, like, locally owned Chicago restaurants. So there's um, Big Star Tacos are there. Um, I forget what the hot chicken place is, but there's a hot chicken place there that's really, really good. So there's a lot of local samplings at the United Center on a game day. It's really, really cool. So 
I would say before the game, go grab a meal down Madison or somewhere downtown. You can't go wrong really anywhere. And then in-game, get there early, walk around the arena. They've got the brand new, uh, I think it opened last year, the Madhouse Store, which is full of Bulls and Hawks stuff. That's really cool. Pretty much anything you can imagine wearing is right there at that Madison uh, Madhouse and Madison store. And then the Michael Jordan statues in that atrium. And then you can just enter the game from there. So they've made it really fan-friendly around there. So enjoy. Whenever you do get to go, Grace, you're going to have a great time. And if you want to hit me up again before you go, whenever it may be, uh, I can update you on any sort of the new things that have come over the offseason. Got another email here from Colin in Pittsburgh, one of our most frequent emailers. He says, was the loss to Detroit the nail in the coffin for Cowton and Bowman? Not showing up for a must-win game, no in-game adjustments. I mean, I don't know if... I feel like the decision's been made already, right? Especially now that the season looks like it's over. Maybe the Hawks were going to use some the last few weeks to just see how the team responded, right? Uh, the loss to Detroit was bad, but they played. They lost the game to the Blues, but p- played pretty well. They kicked the crap out of the Sharks, so that was a good bounce back after a really bad loss to Detroit. There's no doubt that was a really bad loss. But I, I don't know. Part of me feels like whatever decision they made on Cowton and or Bowman has probably already been made. Um, and truly, I don't feel like, I don't know, t- something tells me neither is going to be gone which is kind of unbelievable. But at the same time, if they feel like, I will say, and I don't want to minimize this, but I think what's happening now with the coronavirus takes some of the spotlight away from the individual team's offseason. And like, there's not going to be that expectation that after the game against the Rangers on April 4th, that the Hawks make wholesale. You know what I mean? Like the season just abruptly ended. There's a whole bunch of stuff distracting the end of the season, and I, unless the playoffs resume at some point, which could happen, they could definitely, that's absolutely a possibility, that they could just have like a two-week ramp up and then start the playoffs, That that's totally something that could happen. So I'm not eliminating that possibility, and if that happens, then maybe, you know, uh, you start to, the, the off-season heat starts to pile up a little more, but I think this gives them some cover. If they wanted to keep Bowman and wanted to keep Cowton, this sort of gives them some cover to do that. So I wouldn't be surprised if both guys are back. I truly have no idea what's going to happen this summer. I really don't. I wish I did, but I've got no feel for it. John McDonough has been quiet. Rocky Wirtz has been relatively quiet. There's been no vote of confidence by any means, but there's also hasn't been any like things need to get better or else sort of things that happened back in early November when they called Jeremy Collin up and said change or else he did it and things got better. They became more competitive. But since then, as far as I know, there's been nothing. And if Jeremy Cowton and Stan Bowman were back, it wouldn't surprise me if they were both fired. It wouldn't surprise me if one of them was fired. It wouldn't surprise me. I truly have no idea what to expect from this offseason, but we sure got a hell of a lot of time to speculate about it, don't we? Thanks for listening to this episode of Locked on Blackhawks. Have a great and a safe weekend. When we come back on Monday, we're going to have something. (laughs) We're going to have something for you. I don't know what it is, 
but it's going to be fun. In the meantime, get those questions in. I need your help. I've been here for you for the most part every day of the season, save for when I had to travel to Arizona and for the one day I was sick. So please help me out. Send me some questions. Send me some voicemails. Lockdownblackhawks at gmail.com, 708-653-0572, and you will hear your voice or your email here on Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. And now that you've wrapped this episode up, tell your smart speaker to listen to the latest episode of Locked on NHL. We will talk to you on Monday. My name is Jay Zawoski. Have a great and safe weekend. Stay smart. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon.